0: Robert was a collector of rare coins. One day, the man called the police. I got this coin only yesterday, he cried. I've been looking for it for several years, and now it's gone. I'll bet it's one of my brothers. Frederick and Matthew live together with me. One of them collects ancient books, and the other is crazy about rare stamps. All our collections are kept in one large room. The police started to ask Robert for more details. It turned out that the key from the room, where all the collections were, was kept in a vase standing on the fireplace. The only person who visited the house was Robert's friend, Mark. The man liked the coin so much that he started offering big money for it. But Robert didn't agree to sell it. In the morning, he came to check on the coin, but it was missing. When the police arrived, they found out the room had been opened with the key. The police didn't find any fingerprints either. Do you know who stole the coin? It was Mark. He was the only person who had a reason for getting rid of the fingerprints. The brother's fingerprints would be absolutely natural since they lived there. There was a blackout in the city, but the bus driver still noticed a dog on the road and managed to stop in time. How did he do this? This accident happened during the day. It's nothing but holes tied to other holes. At the same time, it's as strong as steel, but not as stiff as a pole. What is it? It's a chain. Stephen's wife called the police and told them her husband had disappeared right from his garage. It happened several hours ago. The only thing she found there was a left-hand glove. When the police came, they saw it was a very peculiar glove. Such gloves were sold only in one store in their town. The store owner told them he had recently sold these gloves only to two people, Kevin, Stephen's neighbor, and Brian, Stephen's colleague at work. The police officers visited Kevin and asked the man to show them his gloves. But Kevin had just one. I uh, lost the other glove a week ago, and I don't have any other gloves. The man even pulled the glove on to demonstrate it to the officers. Then the police visited Brian. I was wearing these gloves when I was repairing my car. They got so dirty that I threw them away. Who do you think knows something about Stephen's disappearance? Brian Kevin put his glove on his left hand, and the glove Stephen's wife found was also for the left hand. A math teacher told his students about the Roman numerals. After that, he asked them to draw just one continuous line and turn I-X into six. The only condition was that the students were not to lift their pens from the paper until the line was finished. Jeffrey was the first to complete this task. How did he do this? He drew the letter S in front of I-X and got 6. Both Sharon and Cynthia had a box of chocolates each. There were 14 chocolates in each box. Sharon ate several candies, and Cynthia ate the same number of chocolates that were left in Sharon's box. How many chocolates do they have together now? We still have 14 chocolates together. Kimberly inherited an old house from a rich aunt. When the young woman was exploring the cellar, she came across a massive wooden door. She opened it and saw a small room. In that room, there were three bags and a note on the floor. One of the bags has $1 million, and the others are empty. You can only open one bag, so think carefully. Kimberly also noticed there was a message on each bag. On the first bag, it said, the cash is not here. The message on the second bag was, the cash is not here. And the message on the third bag claimed, the cash is in the second bag. If only one message is true, which bag has the money? The money can't be in the second or third bags. If it was so, then two messages would be true. It means the money is in the first bag. When you look for something, you'll always find it in the last place where you search. Why is that? It's always the last place where you look because, after this, there's no need to continue your search. A married couple went on a vacation and asked their neighbor to look after their house. When they returned, the wife found out that she had lost all her expensive jewelry. And it happened because of a power failure no less. The woman had hidden her jewelry in a supposedly safe place. The house hadn't been burgled. The neighbor was an honest person. The jewelry had disappeared by accident. What happened? The wife hid her jewelry in the freezer in a bag with frozen food. After the power failure, the food got spoiled. The neighbor decided to help and threw away all the bad food from the fridge, along with the jewelry. You're locked in a room with three doors. It's safe to walk through any of them, but the doorknobs are the real problem. One of them puts out high voltage, the second is covered with poison. Just one drop on your skin and you won't survive. And the third doorknob is so hot, it will make your hand burn. What doorknob should you opt for? The second one. You can take off any piece of clothing and open the door with its help. This way, you won't touch the doorknob with your bare hand. A woman was hit by a car that sped away right after the accident. When the police arrived, they found several witnesses who described the car. The detective went to the house of one of the suspects. There, he saw a car that looked like the one in the description. But when he questioned its owner, the man claimed he had spent the whole day at home. The detective realized the suspect was lying right away. How? He touched the hood of the car. It was still warm from the engine. I was driving along the highway when one of my tires burst. I stopped to change it, but when I came back to the car, I saw it had a flat battery. I looked around and realized I was in the middle of a small town. I decided to wait for someone who could help me. Suddenly, I heard glass shatter. The night was very dark, so I switched on the headlights and saw a man climbing out of a house. He was carrying a large bag. I got scared and ran to the nearest police station. That was Mr. Derrison's story. The police detective who was listening to him asked, And where did you hide everything you had stolen from that house? How did he come to that conclusion? If Mr. Derrison's car battery was flat, how could he switch on the headlights? Dylan was trapped in a basement. The only thing he found inside was a note and a pen. Find the way to get 200 out of 188 with one line, and you'll be free. Five minutes later, the door opened automatically, and Dylan was free. What did he do? He drew the line to divide 188 horizontally. That way, he got two ones and four zeros. A woman in a purple dress exclaimed, I've never been to this store, Cinderella dresses. What kind of name is this? But many people claim that a woman in purple took all the money from the cash desk while the shop assistant was away and ran out of the store, Detective Smith told the woman. The woman exclaimed, I was just standing outside when suddenly a woman charged at me. Of course, I got scared and ran away. Then a police officer saw me running and stopped me. I agreed to return to the store, hoping it would clear up the confusion. Several visitors said I could be the thief, but they weren't sure. Now, I know you're the woman who stole the money, the detective said. How did he figure it out? The woman said, return to the store, which means she had been there before and lied about the whole situation. Your company produces shoes. You have two factories in different cities. The workers of both factories have started to steal shoes. You can't use any additional security, but you have to stop the theft. How can you do it? One factory should start making only left shoes, and the other only right ones. Detective Aaron Bowler participated in a competition organized by a private consultant who came from Europe. Aaron wanted to become the detective of the year very much. It was the evening of the last day of the competition. The consultant explained what would happen next. You will all gather in a large room. Once you hear a shot outside, you'll need to rush in and find the criminal. The winner will be the person who will get to them first. You aren't allowed to use any equipment or tools. Several hours passed, and the people in the room started to get nervous. Suddenly, Aaron got up and went to another room. His colleagues asked him where he went, but the guy only answered, I need to get ready for the chase, and he took a seat without switching on the light. Several minutes later, the detectives heard the shot. Aaron ran outside and was the first to catch the criminal. The consultant gave the man his prize and asked, what helped you to be the first? What did Aaron answer? His eyes didn't need to get used to the darkness outside because he had already spent some time in a dark place. All right, you super sleuth. In this detective challenge, there are three levels. Each next riddle is trickier than the previous one. (laughs) To get to the end and find out your results, you'll need to concentrate hard and use all your detective skills. Level one. Anthony lives in the south of town, 20 minutes away from college. Mark's house is in the north and a bit closer, just 10 minutes away. Their lectures start at the same time, and the guys always meet in the park on the way to their classes. Who's usually further from the college building when it happens? The boys meet at the same point. It means they're the same distance away from the college building. Milan Airport customs officers noticed that one man traveled abroad at least several times a week. They started to suspect he was a smuggler but couldn't understand what he smuggled. He always had a suitcase or a bag with him, but there never was anything forbidden or expensive inside. Only several months later, when a new customs officer joined the team, the mystery was solved. What was it the man smuggled? He smuggled designer suitcases and bags. Detective Dan Carlos was following a criminal who had stolen his watch. This person, Dan didn't see whether it was a man or a woman, ran for a hospital building and disappeared inside. When the detective rushed through the doors, he saw two doctors examining their patients. One of them had to be the criminal he was looking for. But which one? It's the woman on the left. Her stethoscope earpieces aren't in her ears. Emily had passed a difficult test with flying colors. But for some inexplicable reason, her professor sure the girl cheated. After arguing for a while, they come to an agreement. If Emily solves one riddle her teacher will give her, she'll get to keep her high mark. On the piece of paper the professor hands her, there's just one word. House. The girl doesn't need much time to figure out the answer. What is it? In this case, the color matters. The answer is Greenhouse. Little Adam knew his older brother Philip got some money for his birthday. But however hard Adam tried, he couldn't find it. One day, when Philip was away, the boy sneaked into his brother's room. There was no money, but Adam found a map. The older boy had hidden the cash in the garden. Adam followed the instructions to a T. Ten steps to the left, fifteen to the right, then eight straight ahead. It must be here. The boy started to dig. He wasted two hours and still found nothing. Did Philip trick his little brother? Adam's steps were much smaller than his brother's. That's why he was digging in the wrong place. Level 2 It was the middle of a working day, and Helen was in her office. Suddenly her home security system informed her there was someone inside. The woman called the police. She was sure the intruder had been sent by her competitors. She thought he was after the memory card with the information about her new project. When the police arrived, there was indeed a man in the house. They searched him but found no memory card. He couldn't have swallowed it. Then, where was the card? When the police got him, the man secretly slipped the memory card into one officer's pocket. After being searched, the criminal retrieved the card. The manager of a ski resort has gone missing. The police suspect three people that are staying at the hotel. Unfortunately, no one can find any of these people. They're probably on the slopes skiing. The police officers have no time to waste and decide to examine their rooms. Look at the suspects' stuff and say who is behind the disappearance of the manager. It's Joe. He's the only one who doesn't have warm clothes or winter sports gear and equipment. It means he didn't come to the resort to have some fun. Jason, a rich traveler, stayed in a small but expensive hotel at the seaside. During a severe storm with gale-force winds, there was a blackout. The whole area was plunged into darkness. People stayed without electricity for at least two hours. The problem was finally solved but Jason discovered that during the commotion, someone had taken his wallet with tons of cash and all his credit cards. The police arrived and questioned the people who had been in the hotel at that time. Justin, the receptionist, told the detective he had been in the basement. He had been trying to start an emergency generator. Unfortunately, he didn't succeed. Nicole, another guest, said she arrived an hour before the blackout. She was exhausted. She lit several candles, unpacked, cleaned herself, and went to bed. Gregory, the hotel driver, said he had been at the airport. A new guest had arrived, and he went to pick him up. The police immediately figured out who was lying. Can you? The blackout was caused by a bad storm. And planes don't fly in such windy weather. Then how could someone arrive by airplane? Gregory lied. In the 22nd century, robots live among people, and it's nothing out of the ordinary. But sometimes, they resemble people so much, it makes detective work way harder. Like this time. Eric Blank, an experienced police officer, has to figure out which of the three suspects is guilty of identity theft. He knows for sure the culprit is a robot. But who isn't human? It's the girl in the middle. She has a USB port on the side of her neck. Level three. Maria had to take part in a very important sports competition. But several days before the event, her boyfriend Keith found out the girl had disappeared. The only thing she left behind was a note. I'm sorry, I had to leave. We'll never see each other again. Please call my sister Jenny. Her phone number is 2121 Confused by the message, Keith went to the police. I think Maria was taken away against her will and made to write this note. She is an only child in the family and doesn't have a sister the police started an investigation. They found three people who could be behind the disappearance. Cheryl, Maria's competitor, said she had been at her mom's house, resting before the competition. Aaron, Cheryl's coach, told the police he'd been spending all his time at the gym. And Kyle, Maria's coach, said he had felt unwell and stayed in bed. Who knows something about Maria's whereabouts? In her note, the girl didn't write a phone number. This way, she encoded the criminal's name, Aaron. Boy, who needs a coach like that? Janet had a dream. She wanted to become her professor's assistant. The man was a famous and talented scientist. The man knew she was a smart girl. But before offering her the position, he decided to put her to the test. The professor took her to a house with two rooms, completely isolated from each other. In one room, there were three switches. In the other room, there were three light bulbs. Janet had to stay in the room with the switches. She was allowed to go to the other room only once. She had to understand which switch was connected to each of the bulbs. The girl managed to solve this task. How did she do it? She turned on the first switch and waited for a minute. Then she turned it off. After that, she flipped the second switch and went inside the room with the bulbs. One of the bulbs was on. It was the one connected to the second switch. Janet touched the remaining bulbs. The warm one was connected to the first switch, and the cold one was linked to the third switch. Kyle lived on the 6th floor of an apartment building. Once, the man was having his coffee on the balcony. Suddenly, he spotted a woman on the 8th floor of the building opposite his. She opened the window and threw something with a great force. In no more than a minute, Kyle jumped to his feet and ran to call the ambulance. They arrived soon and rushed the woman to a hospital. What did she throw out of the window? It was a boomerang. Hey, I didn't say all these people were smart. Do you feel like cracking another rebus puzzle, this time a more difficult one? Take a look at this. What does it mean? Safety in numbers. (laughs) If you've managed to get through the first level, you have better logical skills than many other people. Watching more detective movies can make your observation skills sharper. If you've left behind two levels, congrats! You must have strong analytical thinking skills. Just pay a bit more attention to details. If you've passed all three levels, wow, way to go! Very few people can get to this point. You must be the one people ask for advice in tricky situations, because you can find a solution to any problem.